ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am your host, Ted, and I have the whole cast. For the first time in like a goddamn month, I've got the whole cast here with me. And I've also got special guest, the Brazilian Wonder Woman, Christy Janes, here with us tonight. Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Now i got to go in professional mode. Oh, please. No, no. We, this is this is, this is the fun podcast. This is the fun podcast. No one's allowed to be professional here. We're going to do everything we got to do to have fun. Here we go, folks. So we are going to talk all things professional wrestling. We're going to do everything we can to get all the information we can with Christy Janes, who is just up and coming. She is everywhere. She's doing everything. Let's get all of everything in here. But first, I wanted to say a couple things. Number one, Angela, show off the shirt. We still want to remind you guys, go and support Bryce, okay? The GoFundMe is still up and running. Well, and Amy's Amy got, got it on, you. too. Okay. Um, you can go buy T-shirts. You can just follow Mitch uh, on Instagram. That's Norton underscore graphics. You can go find him there. and uh, Or you can go to the GoFundMe and throw them some money. Help little Bryce with his fight with leukemia. That is an ongoing battle, and we want to make sure that that's happening. Uh, numero dos, we want to wish the, uh, the best of future endeavors today, I guess, is Black. It, it, you know, it was like Black Wednesday, except it's a Thursday. Um, it happened all over again, and uh, a bunch of releases happened today in the world of professional wrestling and WWE. And uh, we want to wish all those folks the best uh, as they move on. We think we were just talking off air. We think you guys are going to be way better off wherever you guys go because and you'll actually get used. Say, let me just say this. I think Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are going to be absolutely picked up by AEW because whoever picks those two up, are gold man they can't mm-hmm. like they don't only talk like amazing talk right but Peyton Royce is an amazing wrestler yeah. right and those mm-hmm. two as a tag team I think AEW is gonna pick them up immediately and they are gonna go in there as a tag team run house run school man and they're gonna take that tag team belt from those tag team AEW tag team champions, and that's who these two girls are yep. going to be. Young Bucks, watch amazing. out. <laughs> the iconics are They're coming gonna, for you. The buddy. iconics are going to come for the Young Bucks. They're, They're bigger gonna, than you. They're stronger than you. They are. Dude, they are bigger than <laughs> the Young Bucks. I have to say, the iconics <laughs> are bigger than the Young Bucks. I love it. They're I love coming. It. Billy, They're coming, brother. Peyton, go get them, girls. Oh man, I am. I love this energy right now. This is this is oh, and the, and the, so the fucking women, fantastic. The women's division would. I mean, those two would be awesome in that. Absolutely. Women's oh, absolutely, right absolutely, a thousand, a thousand percent. And here's another thing: those two can cut promos and talk and engage audiences more than the young bucks can. I'm done. Oh, wow. I'm done. They come up that's the, that's all the clickbait we needed. That's it. Thank you for that. You just gave us all the clickbait. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. But, um, but I'll have to say, like, obviously, Samoa Joe, I expected him to be a huge star. So anywhere he wants to go, uh, you know, whether it's oh, in yeah. Japan, whether it's whatever. And then all yep. the other guys, I'm sure, like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a feeling of relief for some of these guys because they've Yo, been there for, for sure. so long. And, you know. uh, for sure. For sure. Good for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and this is our first show since WrestleMania. So, uh, Nelio, you were there both nights. You got to, you got to have some fun, hang out yeah. in uh, Raymond James Stadium. Tell us a little yeah. bit about your experience, brother. It was awesome. It was, uh, it's funny because, um, you know, it's a really a whole weekend of, of professional wrestling. So you get to meet and hang out with a lot of really cool people and you get to go, you know, backstage at a lot of really cool shows and, and really gossip. And um, it's awesome. It, it was more of like a, a fun experience. And, you know, we did a couple of, uh, uh, Ariel and I did a couple of things on some of the smaller shows and messed with some people. But, um, you know, that being said, it was more fun to watch professional wrestling. So, look, I love watching professional wrestling again. I, I kind of stopped liking it for a long time, and now I, I enjoyed it. And it was a great WrestleMania. Like, the first night was amazing. And then I think the main event on the second night was awesome, too. I, I like watching, yeah. you know, I like watching guys get CTE on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least, you know, fake CTE. But uh, oh I thought the main event on the second night was awesome. And obviously, you know, hanging out with the best uh, people was the best. You know? That's awesome. And it energized me because we have a lot of shows coming up. May 1st, uh, Bash at the Brew 4. Oh my God, it's 4 already. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's going to be an awesome tag match. And then Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayhem, starting super crazy, is going to be great. And then uh, uh, June 19th with Brian Cage. And then August 21st, also, I just signed a date with Brian Cage, August 21st. And then Christy Jane's Lucha Mania 2. She's going to have an awesome opponent in Nashville, and that's May 15th. So Yeah, I'm still waiting to hear that opponent, but yes. I think it's, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. It'll be fun. My oh, book, man, are we getting the exclusive? Am I booked on all these? You're booked on, yeah. I'm booked on all the way. Do you want? Do you want to come? Yeah, can I be on all Of course. Of course. Okay, Why would I say no? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Folks, yeah. you're hearing it here first. Christy Jane's going to be at all those CCW shows. Right, go baby. check out ccwrestlingfl.com. Go get all your tickets for that. All right, awesome. so. See, I, I always give plugs to yeah, my Yeah, you wanted to hear about WrestleMania, and I snuck in all the plugs. Look at you. Look perfect. at you. And you did it in but under 10 it minutes this time. I know, quickly. You asked him quick, and he did it, man. Yeah, boom. Thank you. Thank quick. you. All right, so, so let's get into it here. We have Christy Janes here with us, and we want to hear all about Christy Janes. And some of our audience, you know, we're up in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, our primary listener base is up in Philadelphia. So let's, and we're growing, growing, growing. We want to get you uh, as much exposure out here as we can. Um, Everybody and, knows Christy Janes. He's close everywhere. They know who she is. They have no idea who I am. Southwest United States. I mean, you're, okay, you're, you're huge in the Southwest United States. You're, right. you're right. Like, If you're from Texas and you don't know who Christy Janes is, you're not a wrestling fan. No, Quit watching not. wrestling. And well, if that, you watch Mexican wrestling, exactly. if you watch anything in Mexico, you absolutely 100% know who I am. I made my career off of wrestling on TV in Mexico. Like, my whole career has been Mexico. And that's why she's like a step above normal independent women wrestling is because she trained and worked with such amazing wrestlers in Mexico for so long. She, I mean, look, I mean, obviously, it's a, there's a women's evolution, but she wrestles... I mean, she's a wrestler. I'm not, I mean, she's not a women's wrestler. It's she's because wrestler. I really hit them. Yeah, so. she's, yeah, she's <laughs> like a, yeah. So, yeah. so Tyler uh, sent always does the initial research for all of our interviews oh, for no. us, right? Oh, no, and so, and high. so Tyler, Tyler sent us uh, the interview you did with Hannibal, right? And oh. uh, and so and so uh, a bunch remember. of us took took some time to. <laughs> 
to listen to some of that. But I, I have some kind of some riff questions that I that I got off of that. Um, so you had talked about your uh, your email exchange with Jim Ross and how he he really wanted to put you over on on commentary, and he had you had said that he could only really use one of the names that you gave him on your list. I want to yes. hear about everyone else. I want to know I want to know who you know who trained you and and uh, tell us all about. Uh, how you got up and how you came up in the in the business. Okay, so the only name that they could use off of the list of my trainers was Ray Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. Ray Phoenix taught me my finisher in Mexico, which is the Spanish fly and the BB fly, also known as the low man yin, which is done by A.R. Fox, but I call it the BB fly, the Brazilian booty fly. Of course, y'all sex sells. <laughs> Let's not lie, we're in an entertainment business, all right? I didn't name it that, Conan did. So <laughs> when I first initially started wrestling, I almost died. I was in the ER for seven days, like ICU wow. intensive care. My mom pretty much came to me and was like, do whatever you want to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. Everyone thought it was a joke and it was going to be like a weekend warrior thing. My initial trainer was Mr. Mexico 2, George Deleuze. They couldn't use that name at all, right? Because he had stents in AAA, he had stents in CMLL. He's not signed with AW, not allowed to use the name, right? So when I started with him, he tried to get me to quit. They legitimately went out of their way to hurt me. He gave me a match my very first week. Uh, old school wrestling and old school Lucha Libre wrestling is very intense. They want to make sure you're in it for the long haul and they're not teaching like somebody, you know, that's going to do it as a weekend warrior, which there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. If that's for you, that's for you. That's not for me. I make my whole living. I pay my bills off of wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. Take it very seriously most of the time. Uh, <laughs> but, but so he then sent me to Monterey, Mexico. If anyone knows anything about professional wrestling or Lucha Libre, Lucha Libre started in Monterey, Mexico. So he sent me down there to a company called Lucha Libre Feminil, which Sarah Stock used to hold the championship belt there before she got signed with WWE. So then I went down there and I lived down there for like two weeks and I come home for a week then I go back down there for two weeks and those girls would beat the shit out of me. They literally would pull my hair out of my scalp. You guys have probably heard the story before from Taya Valkyrie because they did the same thing with that, right? We're Americans going into their country, taking the spot that's theirs, that their parents used to wrestle and their parents used to wrestle. They feel entitled to it, which is fine. Whatever, you gotta pay your dues, right? But don't beat the shit out of people. Had 12 dislocated ribs. I've had complete knee surgery. I've had my elbow dislocated. All of this in Mexico. I've never been hurt in America. Always in Mexico. They're brutal in Mexico. So anyways, when I went down there, I met the Garza family, the Garza dynasty. You guys know Humberto, right? Mm -hmm. Or Garza Jr. You guys have seen them on NXT and WWE. I met them. They brought me in. They started working with me and training with me. Then I met Conan. Conan introduced me to Daga the Wrestler. If you guys don't know who Daga the Wrestler is, he is now married to Tessa Blanchard. He is an amazing wrestler. People in America say that they know what Lucha Libre is and they do Lucha. They do American Lucha. They don't do Mexican Lucha. It's totally different. Uh, the pacing and everything is very different. So anyways, I would go back and forth for like six and a half years 
to Mexico, working in Mexico, working for different promotions, little promotions, big promotions. Um, but Daga was my main trainer in Mexico. I trained with people like Latigo. Yes, Ray Phoenix is very good friends with Daga, right? So Ray Phoenix would come in all the time and he would teach me more of my high flying stuff, right? Daga would teach me more of my groundwork and my timing, right? Things like that. And Phoenix would teach me my high flying, like my aerials, the acrobatic stuff. So that's what I got from him. So when I went to AEW initially, it was right before COVID. It was in a huge arena. It was the HEB Event Center in Cedar Park, because I used to live in Texas, right down the street from where I used to live. And they were like, hey, there's a lot of people out there. You might get intimidated. Let me tell you. Once you wrestle in Mexico, there is no arena that will terrify you with the amount of people in it. I literally walked up and I looked at the guy and I do this thing to everyone. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I forgot everything. And he looks at me and he's like, no, 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 you can't go out. My music hit. And I went out and I came in the back and they looked at me and they're like, you weren't even scared. That was totally natural. And I'm like, yeah, there is the same amount of people in this arena as there is in Coliseo, Mexico. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, the energy is great, right? You get the vibe off of that. So um, that happened. And this was like my, so that was my, pretty much my training career was with Daga the Wrestler. He still wrestles all the time for AAA now. Phoenix trained me. Latigo trained me. Black Danger trained me. Um, I was trained by Polly and Tsunami. Tsunami does hardcore in Mexico. So, and then, you know, I, when I went to Japan, I was only a year into wrestling and Stardom brought me out there. And when they brought me out there, I had Io Shirai as she taught me my springboards. I learned my springboards in Japan and I had Kairi Hojo and both of them trained me in more strong style, right? But at the same time, they were like, wow, you actually can do strong style because in Mexico, they really hit you. <laughs> and the drop <laughs> kicks are real. Right. Like they're real. Here, it's like just a little touch, right? <laughs> but like, so that's why whenever girls work me, they're like, wow, Christy's really stiff. I'm like, I just plow right through them. I'm like, bam. <laughs> but whatever. I want to win. <laughs> what am I? What am I? I got to win somehow, right? That's right. That's right. So. Anyways, that was probably more than you guys wanted to know. No, no it was perfect. Not. You know, it's, it's oh, awesome. Great. No, it's awesome that you mentioned uh, someone like Io Shirai and obviously like great, <laughs> great male uh, uh, luchadors and, and some of that. And and you know, you did kind of make a splash at All Elite Wrestling like pretty quickly. I think you were one of uh, um, uh, you are you did a uh, you went for the belt and and stuff like you were. I thought factored in pretty well. Was it just something that you, maybe you didn't feel like you wanted to sign with a major company or what was your feelings with Ollie Rustling? Why did you want to go everywhere else? You know, I think I was just an extra and they used me for what they needed to use me for. And then they let me go, you know? So, I mean, they didn't really let me go. I wasn't signed or anything. Right. I was just working on a per basis. Now they work their extras very differently than when I was there and they worked me. Uh, because they I, gave you, I, I mean, it felt like you had a lot of shine. Like, I think you were getting a, yeah. uh, I thought it was like, hey, they brought in this girl yeah. and she's going to be a huge star. And, and then all yeah. of a sudden, 
You know, it wasn't yeah. like now in, in dark where they come in and you're going to put people over 30, 40 times before they do anything with you. It was very different. So right. I thought it was kind of, you know, maybe it's something in my head, but I thought that was going to be a, your rocket point. I you know, think, and- yeah, I think after my very first match, when they saw that I had no hesitation and I just went out there and did what I was trained to do and I, I did it authentically Uh, That's a thing in wrestling that people don't understand because I get this a lot. It's like, oh, she's the Brazilian Wonder Woman. It's a gimmick. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, I am really from Brazil. Like, I have worked so hard to get to where I am. My parents weren't in this. I don't have a boyfriend in this. I didn't stand on anyone's shoulders to get to where I am. I legitimately had to scratch and claw my way to the top. I mean, I never like, you know, I don't badmouth people and I don't ever say like, oh, I won't wrestle them. And like that shit never comes out of my mouth because I feel like everyone needs an opportunity, right? No matter what their personality is, even if they have a shitty personality, I'm just like, whatever, whatever you know, I go into everything like very positively and I don't believe that I need to backstab people to get ahead in life. That's, that's just not who I am. I'll well, never I, be. I, I know Maybe that's I, why I'm not signed. Yeah, Maybe right. You should have been backstabbing. Chrissy, you made a big problem. I'm not there. a backstabber. I think if you would have went and buried everyone else, everyone else in that female locker room, you right. might be this AEW women's champion right now. I'm just, mm, no, yeah, I was going to say that. I don't that, want to get there like that. <laughs> yeah, right. to get there Whatever, like that. That's right? so shady. But, but uh, I know I was going to say that anytime I've seen like when, with Roma with Marina with anybody like yeah. you always have such a good personality um that I think it's like it's almost for me it would be impossible to have like a bad attitude towards you so I think maybe you are you know I think that helps as know. well you know maybe I just rub people the wrong way I don't know what the hell that means but yeah I think they just saw that they were like wow this girl can actually perform and right. she's authentically Brazilian she speaks like Portuguese, reads, writes it, unlike Melio. Yeah, it? no way. Unless the Brazilian, yeah, the Brazilian <laughs> destroyer over here. Let me get my mom to defend me now. Your mo- yeah, your mom won't defend you. Thank you very much. <laughs> chats with that lovely lady, by the way. I love your mother. But anyways, I think they were just like, because after they invited me to go eat with them, and Tony and Cody both came up to me, and they were like, we want you at Double or Nothing. Like, we want you in Vegas. Right. We we love your persona. We love your character work. And you're really good in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. your match was really great. I was like, oh, thank you. I just went in there and did what I do normally. Like, whatever. You know? I'm like, mm-hmm. isn't that what we're supposed to do? Is that? Like, that's it. Like, that's it, right? Work on your entrance. Work on your in-ring. You know? And perform. We're performers. We're entertainers. That's what we're here for. Um, and you have to make sure your physique is like on point too. Right. Again, we are in a very sexually based industry. So anyways, they, when COVID happened, I got really down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to do my workouts. I'm going to do all that great stuff. And then they called me and they were like, Hey, we're going to bring out Jacksonville. And I went out there and they used me on double or nothing as like an extra. Right. And I didn't think anything of it. They brought me out there for 14 days never used me once wow. the day before I went home. They're like, Hey, you're having a match with Sheeta. She had right. just won the belt. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And they're like, no, seriously. And then I get this email from Ross 
and they're asking me all this stuff and I'm like I don't know how to answer this I'm just gonna tell them my mom's story of how we immigrated to America which is an amazing story my mother is an amazing woman she became a doctor she was a single mom with four kids brought all four of her kids over to America didn't speak English we used to live in this house behind some people's home and it was like a teeny tiny studio with a shower and a pedestal wow. like in a toilet and there was like four hammocks a recliner and one single bed and my grandma slept on the single bed my mom slept on the recliner and all four of us slept on the hammock like we used to clean houses to put my mom through medical school so wow. i just told them like this whole story of my mom and my parents have never seen me wrestle and so i of course i'm like mom i'm gonna be on tv <laughs> you gotta watch me right and this is my mom she's we're very honest like i love my family they're very supportive and this is my mom don't embarrass us make sure your eyebrows are plucked <laughs> yeah she's brazilian mom. yeah Dang, right very yeah exactly she's like make sure your eyebrows are plucked <laughs> i'm like okay mom so anyways they saw me and like Jim started talking about my mom and my brother recorded it all. My mom is just crying. She's like bawling the whole time. And so he's my best friend. He doesn't know it, but he is my best friend. He is definitely my best friend. Uh, he made my mom cry. And I thank Tony Khan every day for allowing my family to see me wrestle. So like that's, you know, that's like the big thing. My mom is coming on the Zoom real quick just to ask you a question, Kristen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you said such a great story about your mom. Um, oh, I was just is. thinking, like, you know, you you had a very like difficult upbringing, and then um, then you found professional wrestling, and I think like that that type of upbringing is perfect for someone who's going to go and train in Mexico because, like, I know the the way that wrestling is it's sometimes you're in a room with like three people and then you wake up early and you all train together and that type of stuff so it's not for the week at uh, uh you know try six. Oh, six, right six <laughs> even in japan it's six people there there's my mom hi guys hey, Ma, say hi. Hey, Ari. hello hello hi oh my gosh so she just wanted to say hi to Chrissy. Mom, uh, um, uh, ask Chrissy. No, Nelio, Nelio didn't speak English until he was like six years old when he had to go to school. And now yep. he barely speaks And now I barely speak Portuguese. I yeah. know. And, and oh English. my God, but the kids <laughs> make fun of him. What are you and talking about? Then, and then when he, uh, then in first grade, they asked uh, to, pa to pass him ahead and put him in the honors program because oh, he's great. so hard. Well, <laughs> you can just, Ted, are you the, you're in charge, right? You can just kick her off anytime. That was, <laughs> oh, no. That no, was that segment. You can say as long as you want. <laughs> that was that segment. I, I do have a question for Chris. Good, good, good. in Portuguese. Okay. How did you Utah? Então, a minha mãe, quando ela veio para os Estados Unidos, ela precisava um visto para a nossa família inteira. Então, ela fez enfermagem. Então, quando ela fez enfermagem, ah. ela falou que ela queria pegar o doutorado dela. 
Então, ah. ela voltou para a escola e a escola que aceitou ela e deu nós os nossos vistos estava aqui, em Utah. Então, nós se mudaram para Utah, para o nosso visto e cidadão. Ah, that's... Ah, eu tô sempre lá, tô sempre em Nashville. Ela Qualquer... vai estar tá quando eu tô lá ou não, Nilio? Quando é o próximo show? The May 15th, ah, ma'am. One May month. 15th, I could be there. Yeah, ah, yeah, you'll be there. there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll Traz be there. um pudim e feijoada. Ah, tá. Ok. É. Pudim e feijoada. I'm already putting in my meal orders. I know, perfect, perfect. All right. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna use my house there to have a bunch of wrestlers. Now my mom's gonna be cooking. I can beans. cook. You guys come out to Nashville. Jeez, Amy's so mad, right? Oh, is it? Oh my God! Listen, when when's the show in Nashville? The fifteenth. Yeah, fifteenth. Listen, if my wife will let me go somewhere, I'm fully vaccinated now. We'll see. Listen, Ted, we can we can we can jump a flight together. Boom. Ah, oh, bring the wife. Uh, as, long, as long as there's going to be good food, you got me. Oh, All right, <laughs> plus, you guys, I am like crazy about babies. So if you bring a baby, you got like a babysitter. Oh, see, boom. Babies love me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's true. She's really good with babies. Once you turn like 13, she's. No, not 13. Very good. I can't. I can't. Then I'm just out until two in the morning. She can't control anybody. But once, no. Up until you're 13, oh. she's good. Let me tell you, let me tell you a trick that Nelly played on me that I found out like years later. Please. We had, oh, yes, please. Had, okay, this is real quick, Nelly, real quick. I don't even, I don't we even had know. a house and my, my bedroom was on the second floor and it faced the street, right? So when Nelly was 16, he got a car, really nice, uh, Honda, uh, like a sporty car, really new, right? So when it was like about 10 o'clock, I look out the window to see if his car was there, right? Then I knew that he was home, right? Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. My, my baby is home, right? Well, years later, I found out that he would drop his car off and, his <laughs> pick up, and he would go out again. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally went out until like three, four in the morning. Most, yeah, yeah most nights oh, until yeah, I was and I, 20 I something. No idea. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. No idea. I'm a I smart was kid. Soundly. Why would you do that to your mom? Why would you do it to her? I was She's doing it for me. She's clearly the sweetest woman on the face of the earth, Nelly. How dare yeah. you? Yeah, what, what is wrong with you? Oh, really? What is wrong like with you? you? Like you guys did. Yeah. Throw <laughs> the first stone, you guys. Throw the first stone. That's right. All right, mom. I love you so much. We have to do this uh, wrestling thing. I love you so much. Okay, I love wrestling too. Mm. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. For 17 years. The dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been Coastal Championship Wrestling. Join us every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in America. You're working. Let me let just do this back in time. You're working. You're working everywhere right now. Uh, you're doing a great job in Texas. Listen, like, it's SWE Fury. And, and it's that's getting, all it's, I it's, know. It's, it's getting big, like uh, Sabu. Um, you have Big Cass and then Enzo and a lot of stuff coming. And then you're the feature. You're the champion and you're the featured woman yeah. there. And you are kicking all kinds of ass. Tell us about that. Like, how, how is that, you know, done to your career? How do you feel about that going forward? I, so it was it. really interesting when they called me to be part of it. I just thought it was a one-off shoot thing, right? Because uh, no one 
no one really knows me in America. So I didn't expect like a storyline or anything because everyone knows I'm going back to Mexico to wrestle. And so uh, they called me up and I show up and Jazz is there. And me and Jazz go back a really long time, like from not really long, just six and a half years, but like from when I first started wrestling, uh, she has kind of followed my career throughout the whole thing. And we know each other on like a personal level. And so Jazz was like, hey, you know, I want to bring you back. Like your match was great. Like I don't really have to give you any critique. Like she's like, you're easy to work with. She's like, and you get along with everyone and you kind of show up and you just go to your little space mm -hmm. and that's it. She's like, it, you may not hang out in the women's locker room, but you just kind of go in your own little niche, concentrate on your match do your match and then you're fun and party with everyone after she's like so i want to bring you back and i was like cool thank you and then i met the second time i came back i met james beard you guys know who he is he used mm -hmm. to be a ref for a very long time uh for wwf and then i met um a few other guys there teddy long and um hala, hala. yeah hala, hala player he's my best friend <laughs> My best friend, he real bad bitch. <laughs> Drive his own car. He don't need no lift. <laughs> Sorry, that's his favorite song. I'm not even lying. They picked us up it's at like a his party. Tone. They yeah, picked us perfect. up at a party bus, and I started singing the song. And I'm like in a strip club, and he's all, you know, my boy gone tip. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> But he's amazing. Um, I love him. But all of them were just like, hey, we want to bring you back. We want to bring you back. And then when I won the belt from Miranda Gordy, uh, it was kind of surreal because I was like, okay, the storyline will be I'll get the belt from Miranda. And then it'll be kind of a back and forth thing. And they were like, no, that's not how it's going to go down. And I was like, oh, cool. They're like, you are so easy to work with. Great. Show up on time, you know uh you kind of fend for yourself yeah and you you get along with everyone and you don't cause drama they're like in fact quite the opposite you diffuse the drama i'm like i just don't like I, there's so many toxic locker rooms out there and mm -hmm. it's sad it's very unfortunate because wrestling works with two people right you need the heel and the face. You need the good, the bad. You need two opponents, right? To go up against each other and work together to have a phenomenal match. And I think when people say I'm a professional wrestler, they lose sight of that first word of the professional, mm -hmm. right? And it's just a wrestler. Like we're professionals. This is a business. This is a job. You need to check your ego at the door and we all have to work together. So sometimes like, I don't even hang out in the women's locker room. Not like there is no drama in the SWE locker room at all. Thank goodness, right? Knock on wood, it'll always stay that way. But I don't hang out there because I have seen drama in the women's locker room go down before. And I just feel like if I take myself out of it, no one will ever be able to come to me and say she was part of the drama right. because I'm not there. <laughs> no, and, and as, speaking you know, like so. speaking as a promoter, like I know exactly what they're talking about because, you know, you can have someone like when I say, okay, who are the who's on the card? Oh, Christy's there. Okay, if I if I if I want to talk to Christy and I want to spend time with her and I want to say something, she's she's available. But if I'm busy dealing with Sabu, 
I don't have to worry about Christy James. Yeah. And I think that's an incredibly important yeah. aspect of, you know, hey, of course we're going to use Christy. Of course we're going to use yeah. this guy, this guy, this guy, because he's going to come, he's going to do a great job. And I'm not going to spend half an hour saying like, hey, this is what we need to do, or I'm sorry yeah. that this happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Just tell the, me what you need done part. and we'll figure it out. Exactly. Just tell me what you want and we'll figure the rest of it out. Right. You know? And then after the show, we can all enjoy a drink and, and, and laugh about the show. You know what I mean? A it's drink. Be a, a drink. That's only know? one. Only yeah. one. Just, just one. Exactly. Just one. One bottle. So. Well, and one of the, one of the things that um, I really like, <laughs> I hate you so <laughs> One of the, uh, one of the things that I, uh, that I really loved about your interview with Hannibal was you, you made sure to say something that really stuck with me because you said you were, um, you know, you were working this match when you were trying to get Jericho's attention uh, oh, yeah. right, right before the Fozzie show that you had gone out to do for free. And you're like, but they, they paired me with this complete greenhorn, right? They came out. Uh, this girl this was, was her really, first really match. It was her right? very first match. And, and I loved that you said the first thing out of your mouth was, I have to get her over. I have to yeah. get me over. You know, like, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and there's so many, I've met so many people over the last couple of years in this business that feel that way, but I've met one or two that have really like, I will never work with them again because they're like, I'm only worried about me. I want to get over. I want to go over. It's all about me. I want to try and make it up. I said, that's not how you get that. That's not how you get to the top. Dude, Ivy is right here, bro. How can you talk about her like that? <laughs> like she's still on the line, dude. Do you know who that girl was? No. <laughs> Do you guys uh, know who that girl was? Yes, please, please. Yes. yes. She is Maddie. Rinsky. She uh-huh. was on AEW now. Yeah. Wow. That's who she was. I had her very first match and it was against Jericho and she was so nervous and I had to talk to her the whole time. And that's what I tell everyone. Your match will be okay, right? Mm-hmm. But you can have such a wonderful match if you two both work together. If you right. go into your match with a positive attitude, mm-hmm do that right and again we're in an entertainment business you put yourself over by your entrance Mm -hmm. my entrance is pretty spectacular right and i learned my entrance in mexico because in america they don't have you practice your entrance Mm -hmm. you notice that you go to any training school no one practices entrances ccw training facility we do but it's because of the influence of people like christy jane okay well i'm I'm saying like in mexico they avidly make you practice your entrance over and over this doesn't work do this that doesn't work do this conan was like i don't like the song let's use this song i don't like that you know what i don't like the way you're shaking your hips shake it the other way can you turn the other way walk the other way that's your bad side turn it this way towards the camera like very little things you don't really that's fascinating it's fascinating yeah. that you go into the details like that because it's important i yeah. agree 100 we never we, we were going to start to do that yeah. go into Every, the details of yeah it. everyone has a good side everyone has a bad side if you notice when i do my samba and i do my sideways samba i always turn this way and somebody towards the camera this way this <laughs> yeah. is my better side you yeah. notice this i do that good side right bad side. i, I never it. turn <laughs> this way and samba i always do it this way because wow. it's just like it's how it is and my entrance is the same no matter <laughs> where i go people always can expect the same pose the same thing because if you watch 
wrestling all the way back ECW, uh, WCW, WWF, you know, uh, Smoky Mountain, you know, any of these NWA, like even back Mm -hmm. to 1950s, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fans like consistency. They like to know that I know when she hits this, this and this are going to come. Oh, no, they cut her off. Dang it, man. Oh, here she goes again. She hit this. Now she hit that. Yeah, it's coming. She's going to whoop You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they know what to expect. And even though maybe your first hundred matches may be very predictable, but when you start changing it up a little bit, that's when you get that emotion in the right. fans. And it's so great to be able, like whenever I hit like my flying judo knee in the corner, right? I'll stop and pause and I'll just look at people and I like, I'll make eye contact with somebody and they'll be like, yeah, like they know <laughs> that, you know, the B triggers coming next. And they're like, yeah, you know, so they're like all excited. And it's a really great feeling to mm-hmm. see that like, wow, these people actually have invested in me so like I always go in there and I'm always like I want to make sure my entrance is perfect I want to make sure my finisher is perfect like I just the middle of the match like it's it's whatever right we're both trying to win so we're going to do whatever possible we can so it can look sloppy or scrappy whatever that doesn't matter but at the end when you win or lose you have to keep it the same because your fans are expecting certain things from you and you have to deliver that mm-hmm. absolutely and i'm green yeah. in the business so i don't know what i'm talking about well i'll tell you what we in in wrestling we know we have the man of a thousand holds and and ten thousand holds but we have the man of ten thousand questions here and that's tyler peters so I'm <laughs> tyler. Gonna... tyler shoot us with uh with some of your questions man yeah chrissy i I'm going to backtrack. I was interested in your WWE tryout, what that experience was like, because, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of NXT and, and AEW as well. But I, I wonder, was there anybody there pretty interesting that, that we might know that was at the trial? That, that's just something that fascinates us as, as fans and everything. Yeah, so it was me and another girl, but this girl was queen of strong styles. She was from Japan, right, Alex? Uh and it was just me and her that were actual wrestlers, right? Uh, mm. Stephen Wolf was is an actual wrestler. He was there. Like they, some of the guys were actual wrestlers, but the rest of the girls, NBA basketball player, All American, Olympic track star, uh, judo stars. You know, none of them wrestled. There was one girl that uh, trained for three months. She was deaf. I had to have a match wow. with her. How do you oh, have a match with a deaf person? Right. Very wow. hard, especially mm-hmm. when they forget, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like just, you know, it was, when I first got there, I was very excited. And then when I realized that I could do all these drills with my eyes shut, like, I knew I wasn't there for me. I was there just so they can be like, oh yeah, we have a wrestling girl here, right? And they ended up signing the NBA star and they ended up Mm. signing the track star. Um, And I, like, these girls are amazing, you know, and props to them because they definitely built their career off of what they do and they do it well and they're there. Um, 
So props to them. But yeah, I, I quickly realized that it didn't matter how much training I had and where I was at. If I, if you don't know people there as a wrestler, it's very hard to get in. Very hard. You have to know people. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. I've always just focused on my craft and not making friends in the, in the, what do they say? Like the, your business is done in like the bar or something like right, that over right. drinks or something like that. I never, I used to never focus on that. Right. Cause I was always so focused on like my matches being perfect and all this and getting over with my work. And then now, just now, I'm starting to realize, like, fuck the work. <laughs> it's all the work. <laughs> just going to go drink with everyone and exactly. people like me and book me. Who cares if I'm good? <laughs> like, screw it. Definitely a plus if you're good. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there's that. Perfect. Perfect. Rafi, Amy, how about you? Um, so I want to hear... Um, did you always like wrestling, like growing up, um, or did you just kind of like fall into the business, go to a show one time and be like, I'm going to go do that? Um, were you a big fan of WWE growing up? No. So yes and no, I guess, kind of. Uh, in Brazil, we used to watch a lot of AAA, right? Oh, okay. CMLL. Uh, my mom always watched it when she was younger, uh, but there's really no indie wrestling in Brazil. There is one company now called BWF, but like they weren't around. Shout out to Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when we moved to America, like I said, we used to live in this house behind this main house. And I used to, we were never allowed to watch TV in the main house, mm. right? Because my mom was very prideful, didn't want to disrespect anyone. So I would sneak into that main house around 11 o'clock. And you guys are too young for this, but I used to turn the knob on the TV, like click, 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 click. And it was, yeah, it was WWF. And I used to see like Hulk Hogan. You know, mm -hmm. the Samoans, mm -hmm. like it was, it was pretty surreal, you know, Andre the Giant. Like I used to watch these guys. I had no idea what they were saying, honey. They could have been <laughs> swearing at the store. I had no idea. But like when they were in the ring, their emotions and like the slamming. And then I was bullied a lot when I was a kid too. And my mom would come pick me up and take me back to bed. But then growing up, I was bullied a lot as a kid. Uh, because mm -hmm. I was different, I had an accent, like I ate different food, like it, you know how kids are, they're just evil, mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. terrible, you should lock them all in cages and like set fire <laughs> to all of them. <laughs> and there's the click thing. <laughs> but uh, like, so then my mom would tell me, you need to join a sports team for the camaraderie. I mm -hmm. don't even know if I said that right, uh, but I was like, fine, whatever. I don't want to hang out with any of these bitches. And so I'd look and I saw wrestling and I was like, yeah, they're going to teach me how to body slam somebody. Yeah. It was collegiate. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was not professional wrestling. So I did collegiate wrestling. I was also the very first girl in Utah to play football on a high school team. I was a tight end. Wow. Um, wow. I, yeah. I played yes. hockey. I played everything. The only th sport I did not play was baseball. The um, guy that was in charge of all the baseball in Utah handed my mom back her check and wow. said, I don't care how good 
your daughter is, a woman will never play on a baseball team. And there is yet to have a girl or a woman on a baseball team. There is a female coach, but mm -hmm. there is not a woman that has ever played on a baseball team, not even at a high school level, you guys. So it's crazy, right? Um, mm. But yeah, so like I was- burying the Mormons over there. No, <laughs> Mormon baseball is it's cool. not just, it's not just in Utah. It's in oh, any state, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. across any state. There is a coach on a national baseball team. Right. No, but there has never been a girl or a woman to play on a men's baseball team. I can, I, I, I can attest to that because in middle school, I used to play a uh, fast paced baseball, which was just like the co-ed version. And then when you get to high school, they don't even look at the girls. See? It's all boys. Nope. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. And it doesn't matter because I know so many girls that can pitch faster, can hit better, can catch better, man, than the boys can. And they're just like, oh, sorry, no. So, I mean, that's an, a whole nother thing, but no, I literally was like, never went to an indie show in my life. Like none of that. I know what WWF was, right? But I guess by then I had changed to WWE. Um, so I saw it randomly. And then when I was in the hospital, my mom like came to me and she's like, you've done everything. Like, what do you want to, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I don't know. And when I got out, she was like, you've always been into very physical contact sports. And I was like, hmm. I sat down on my computer and I Googled professional wrestling and I found a few different schools. Booker T wanted an exorbitant amount of money yeah. for me to go there. And I was super poor. I couldn't afford it. And then there was the school that had like Shawn Michaels school in um, San Antonio. They wanted $500 just to have me come in so they could take a look at me. And then this one school would never called me back. And then at 10 o'clock at night, this old man called me, spoke broken English, and was like, okay, it's like a hundred bucks a month. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, but it's in Pflugerville, Texas. So what did I do? I moved my ass to Pflugerville, Texas. <laughs> Picked up, moved myself to Pflugerville, Texas, and he's like, okay, but you got to come in on Friday at 1130 at night. Didn't oh, think no. anything weird of it. <laughs> yeah. I show up and it's literally like these rows of just like, kind of like lockers, right? And I was like, okay, like storage unit. And I like show up and I come walking and I hear like people yelling and stuff. And it was literally one of these lockers, right? That they lift up, no AC, no heater. And there's these people bumping in a ring. I didn't even know it was called bumping. And I go in, I sit down and he's like, all right, but, uh, cause I, I, I'm not blind. I know I'm pretty. Right. So like, as soon as I walked in, no, this plays a huge factor into this. I walk in and he looks at me and he's like, are you sure this is for you? He's like, do you want to like, he's like, go be a model or something. Like literally this guy is telling me this and I'm like, no, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I think I want to do this. I want to try this out. He's all, oh, you want to try this out? Okay. And he's all, have you like, he's all, were you watching like Total Divas? I didn't even know what Total Divas were <laughs> at this point. I had no idea. I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, well, yeah, sure. But you got to go out there and you got to convince these guys that you're someone special. And I'm like, like what? He's all, I don't know, make something up. I'm like, okay. I like that. I like no, that. No, I had no idea what I was doing. It's a work, I'm right? Like, I love that answer. Did, I, but I didn't make something know. Up. 
but I didn't know what he was getting at. And I sat here and I looked around and I was like, okay. And I walk out there and he's like, all right, you guys, come here, come here, come here, come sit, come sit down, come sit down. He talks like that too. Come sit down, come sit down, come here, come here. And I'm like standing there and I come out and I like, I, I've always held myself very well and carried myself very well. So I'm standing there and I'm looking around and he's like, this is a, this is a, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. And I'm looking around and, and they're all just like glaring at me, right? These people kind of like, who is this chick? And I'm like, hey, my name is Christy. I work for WWE. You guys may know us. Some of you guys may not if you've been living underneath a rock. And I'm a scout. I heard there's some really great talent here at this company. And uh, I just kind of want to see what you guys can do and how you guys, you know, work with each other. And I shit you not, everyone went like this. Oh, oh. oh I'm pulling up the knee pads. And I'm like, okay, so you guys just want to do like a line, start off with the line. Let's, let's see what you guys got. And I sat there, pulled up a chair, flipped it around, right? So the back of the chair is facing them, straddled the chair and sat there like this. And I'm like, all right. And everyone went whoosh. And he like started laughing. He's like, I'm kidding you guys. She's signing up to wrestle. And everyone goes, what? Like, (laughs) sweated them. But anyways, and they literally kept trying to get me to quit. Like, time after time like the girls were so mean to me one of the guys there dislocated my knee in the Mm. first two weeks you should have broke his neck no I just kept coming (laughs) back baby I just kept coming back and I would cry and I remember I'd come back from Mexico and I would be bawling and I'm like I don't want to do this anymore George and he'd be like oh you're not just not cut out for this and you know what I did I wiped my tears off picked myself up went right back down to Mexico and just kept coming back. I'm it's like, George and, uh, uh, it's George and Ray. Is it AA? What, what is the company? Uh, AW Pro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George is no longer there. He's blind. He's, oh. uh, had, yeah, I think he's, he's like pretty close on his deathbed. Uh, oh, no. so, yeah, but he so, trained a great wrestler, uh, you know, another one, right? Ricky Starks. Ricky, BCH. yeah. No, no, obviously in you is what I was, I was talking about. You, mm. but yeah, Ricky Starks. Oh, yeah, too. me too. <laughs> 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 Elio, could, could you be a little less subtle with putting people over please oh sorry yeah yeah sorry ricky starks gets no love from me team taz right, right. Team taz. Yeah. <laughs> all right let's go to uh to ivy ivy talk to us oh i'm sorry okay i've been waiting patiently um mm. first and foremost i have a compliment i think you're absolutely stunning and i love your like your gear oh. you're just adorable um second of all um you talked a little bit about you know your training in mexico and, and all of that already um, so if you had a preference, I know you've talked about how difficult it was training down there, but overall with like, you know, the crowds that you've worked versus, you know, um, down there versus up here, um, which area of wrestling do you prefer? Do you prefer being in Mexico or are you actually really enjoying wrestling in the United States? So both. It's okay. interesting because I think I am comfortable wrestling in Mexico now. Right. Okay. And I'm comfortable wrestling luchadoras and Mexican girls because I know it. Mm-hmm. 
um, coming to America, American style wrestling is so different. And I tell people this now, I almost wish that I would have learned American style wrestling and then went to Mexico and learned Mexican style wrestling because to get signed at any big promotion, you have to know American style wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. So now that I'm here, I'm just breaking into American wrestling. Um, And it was really hard for me to mix both of them together. Okay. Like I've been mm-hmm. very, very fortunate that I've had very good um, mentors to help me and guide me, but I, I think I would have done it the other way around. However, um, Mexico kind of taught me that I can handle anything. Right. It doesn't matter what people throw at me. I'm super resilient. So all this bullying and cattiness, all these like shitty, shitty girls that I've encountered in wrestling, no matter how many times they try to blackball me or whatever they say they're going to do to me, I know they can't obtain it. It's not possible. It's not going to happen because I have learned that if I'm just myself, you know, people are going to see right through it. And not even that, like I can work. Yeah, (laughs) I can sure. So, and I think that's what Mexico taught me. So at the same time, I'm like, I love working in America. It's very easy. I'm not working in America (laughs) is so easy. Like my 10 minute match in America is two minutes in Mexico. Like, and I still have another eight minutes left. (laughs) Right, right, right. So to me, it's very easy in America. Uh, But I think it just depends where I'm at. Like CCW, they have great crowds, right? Every, Mm -hmm. every show I've been on uh, for you guys there, Neilio has been great. The crowd is super energetic. They've all been into, you know, my matches. So I haven't Mm -hmm. experienced like a, I've done matches in front of no crowds, but I haven't experienced like a really shitty crowd that isn't into your match, right? Mm -hmm. However, I do have to say this. I have never met a crowd more energetic and into wrestling than the people in Mexico. They're so passionate. So there's that. It's not a preference of which one. (laughs) It's just like, they're so different, you know? Yeah. It's nice though, because you kind of have the best of both worlds in that aspect because you've experienced both of them, you know, especially with the Mexico, like you said, you're so versatile because you've gone through everything there that nothing here is going to break you and like kind of make you walk away from anything. So it's, I mean, I know you said you would kind of flip it around, but at the same time, if you can wrestle down there and you can hold your own and, and, you know, really push through, you can go anywhere, you know, in the United States. (laughs) So yeah, it's easy. It's just a matter of meshing the two together and being like, pause, pause, take a (laughs) <laughs> right. I was going to say the pacing has to be incredibly different for you. So different, so different. Because so there's different. so much there's so much rest in American wrestling so, yeah. so, you know, so that they can create a little bit more drama for you uh via the commentary team a lot of times, you know, and and with different angles. It's got to be a, a, such a huge like and so I'm a I'm a band director and so I I constantly 
am telling kids to slow down, slow down, you know, and when I'm teaching kids how to, and when I'm teaching adults for that matter, how to improvise, which is a a large portion of, of what we do is just as entertainers, right? We improvise a lot, (laughs) Um, you know, and you're allowed to use the F word when you teach adults. That's right. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but but, but uh, that's something important. Right. <laughs> but the uh, but when I'm teaching people how to improv, I say you know they're just like okay, I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna play something. And then they'll play 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 play. And I'll say, listen, less is more. You know, calm down. Calm down, right? Like the, the 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 times of silence mean that the that the things that you're playing mean more, right? And I think that that's a, a large part of the of the philosophy behind what a, a lot of um, previous generation American wrestlers are are preaching right now. Like, if you listen to uh, Jericho on the Broken Skull session uh, just a couple of days ago, they talked about how people need to learn that go, go, go is not always best for, for business. Right. Um, and I think that, I think that that translates very well from music in terms of improvisation, you know, sometimes having that break in what you're doing, whether it's music or taking the rest, you know, having a rest hold mm-hmm. in wrestling is means so much more because on the back end, what you did afterwards meant more. And so yeah. I feel like, I feel like that has to be a huge change because if you watch you know mexican wrestling it's yeah but when i go, yeah go, when go, i go, watch go. But, but i have a different expectation like for some reason when i watch all the wrestling i am thinking that like hey guys slow down and then when i watch uh triple a i'm thinking this is how it's supposed to be so it's yeah. kind of like a different like it's it's a different expectation as well like oh no like, i agree. watch cmll you're like these guys you know and if they were slowing down i'd be like what's the problem yeah weird. what's wrong yeah yeah <laughs> somebody's gassed but that's, <laughs> also, that's also the case yeah, exactly. but that's also the case with mexican you know? music and there are too, thousands like. <laughs> there, there are thousands of feet of, thousands of feet up in the air you know they're yeah. high altitude yeah. you know, like uh, i was wrestling in bogota and it's just like um and i don't think it's as high as mexico and it's like i was i mean I get gassed anyway, but it's like I was climbing up the stairs to get into the ring to get into my entrance. No, I was blowing like, up, just going up the stairs. Like, What's going on right now? And I was just like, "Oh no, the altitude!" I felt like I was getting sick. And then, luckily, you know, it was a pretty simple match. And then, you know, uh, 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 OT um, is a wonderful wrestler, you know, and he 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 came back right into the curtain. He was just like, "I can't fucking breathe." So I was like, okay, <laughs> not just me, but can you imagine those guys in Mexico City and you wrestling in Mexico City? I was who I was just talking to somebody who wrestles. Uh, oh, I was I was training with Hedy uh, uh, Hedy Carroy, uh, uh, who lives in Mexico City. He's a shooter. He was on the blood sport. He's training with us for two weeks. He's wrestling King Mo in a um, catch wrestling exhibition. April twenty fourth, CCW in uh, CCW Unleashed. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Exclusive, that plug, exclusive. Yeah, and he'll be wrestling on the twenty third, the breakout show. I don't even know who to give him on the breakout breakout show. I've been training with him the last two days, and I feel like he is probably punctured by kidney, and I believe both my shoulders are broken along with my thumb. Oh, because I got, he is a I got shooter. Him. I got him. I got him. Yeah, yeah I'll put it with Chris and James. No, 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 no. Give him justice. Justice is already. Oh, that would be hilarious. Matthew <laughs> <laughs> like... Justice and Hedy Carey, an Olympic uh, French French dude. Olympic wrestler. That would be <laughs> that, hilarious. That wouldn't know what to do. He'd be like, fuck, he'd be like, dude? <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, fuck it, and get a chair. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? Fuck. Anyway, he'd do 
you let them. He would. He would be like, and they'd have like a great. Yeah, they probably would have a great. They would have a great match. But he trains in Mexico City, and he was telling me like he was here and. He was laughing at us because he's like, this he's like, he's like, for some reason, this is amazing. I don't know. I am not, I am not tired at all and stuff. And we're like, what the hell? And it's because he trains in Mexico City. So that's yeah, a huge bonus, sense. you know, the altitude and, and stuff like that. So that's, that's, it, it adds to Lucha Libre, the fact that they can just go, go, go. And yeah. I hear, you know, from people who train there, it's like they, they have to do laps around the arena first before they get in the ring. So they're already gassed when they start training. So it's a whole different style. Lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I also noticed this whenever like I go to different schools in America, they don't train like we right. do in Mexico. I'm always like, that's it. Okay. Like, what the <laughs> fuck ever. <laughs> like, wow. Like your like, shirt oh. isn't drenched and yeah, exactly. Your shirt is drenched in the first five seconds. Right. Perfect. Perfect. So. All right, I want to I want to come back. I want to see if uh, if Tyler, what do you have, buddy? Uh, you know, I, I have I a question about Hannibal because I love Hannibal. <laughs> I love Hannibal. He's around Texas. Wait, I met him a few wait times. Wait your turn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Damn, she took that tone every time. I like her. Listen, we need to keep her. Tyler, go ahead, Kristen. Tyler, you have go. a standing invitation. Tyler, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want any. No, hey, listen, you're, you're cool, man. I, I was going to tease her and say we're used to it. We're used to it. But no, uh, this is my question. Actually, with CCW, I mean, how is it working with those women? Because I was in the show in Nashville against Marina Tucker. And I got to tell you, my, my family was entertained. They were there. They saw my sisters to talk about, and they're not even, she's not a wrestling fan, but she was just, she was entertained. And I, I want to talk about that because. To me, that's what gets me excited about wrestling. I mean, how was it working with Roma and Marina? Because you guys just had great chemistry. You know, I want to talk about, give CCW some props, because I'm going to be partial like we all are about this with championship wrestling. See, I was being a jerk, and he's putting, us, he's putting us over. Thank you, yeah, Tyler. Look, yeah, look at that. Look <laughs> well, at that. Okay, Melio, feel <laughs> bad. Feel bad while you I do. this answer. I already do. <laughs> no, he, he's great. Roman, oh, Marina, how do you feel? Yeah, I have to answer that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in Nashville, working Marina. Marina is a different style of wrestler, right, than what I'm used to. So she's very old school wrestling, right? That's that's just how she is. Um, but she's a professional too, and she's a super nice person. And she, like again, like I said, I mean put your egos aside and we get along totally fine you guys by the way but like we just have two very different styles of wrestling uh, which is very evident especially in our like careers if you watch how we were trained too uh but yeah she does more showy uh more entertainment style stuff and i do more hard hitting flashy acrobatical stuff right so it's just a a, a matter of being able to mesh the two together and like I said she's such a great professional she has such great ideas and stuff it was very easy to mesh that together me and Roma we did more of the hard-hitting lucha style match right uh ours was like our match was very quick but it was very like bam Bam, like shock value right mm -hmm. um and that's what lucha strong style is it's shock value it's two very different matches two very different people that wrestle very differently you i know, think that your your match your match with roma is one of my favorite 
CCW mm-hmm. matches. And you, you came up to me after you're like, what do you think? I was like, I think that's one of my yeah. favorite. I mean, I'm seeing women. I'm seeing any CCW match that I've seen. I was just like, when the Tombstone Pile Driver, <laughs> I jumped up. Like, I was in the audience. I jumped up. I was freaking out. So I thought it was great. And um, So that match, we had no direction in. Like, I asked Dan. I was like, okay, what do you want? And he's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Like, I don't know if he was having a bad day. He was having a bad day. Okay. But he <laughs> just kidding, looked at me. And I'm always like, I want to know what I'm, what you want for my match. Like, as soon as I get there, so I can, like, mull it over, right? So I can just, like, let the juices start marinating. Maybe I can watch, like, some, some Japanese style or, like, like I can watch some old ECW or I can watch some Jerry Lynn and then like, you know, after a couple of hours be like, okay, this is what he wants. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take these styles and mesh together. Right. Uh, But he was just like, I don't care. You guys do whatever you want. Like that's literally uh, what he said. He was like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. And then after, <laughs> in a nice way, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, he's a little, he's damn. a little crass. He's a, crab. a little crass. he's a crab. He's, he's crass. Very crass. He's the perfect, uh, uh, the opposite of me, which is good. Go ahead though. Wow. You need so that. After, you need the yin and the yang. Yeah. It's good and the evil, yeah. if you will. True. So <laughs> after I went and asked everyone, I was like, okay, what do you want? I was like, okay, well, I only asked people what they thought of my match if I actually care about your opinion and I'm going to take it and that's not a knock on people right and I don't think wrestlers should ask everybody in a locker room because Mm -hmm. then it's like your opinion means nothing right you know so I only ask certain people so I went and I asked certain people what they thought and everyone's like oh it's fine it's fine then I asked Dan I actually didn't even ask him I started walking up to him he was like oh man (laughs) he was like that was the best match I've ever seen at CCW. I was like, really? I mean, I feel like I should have sold a little longer here. I feel like I should have done this. Or, and he was like, no, he's all girl. You're you, yeah, you can hear yourself. him on the commentary. He loved it. I, everybody loved it. And I, I, you have, everyone should, if you're listening yeah. to this, go to YouTube and watch it. Um, it was like a week ago or something, and they're on the match card in the front. It was badass. And, yeah, yeah, I was on the, uh, the live chat for when, because I was in quarantine and the chat for the live show was going crazy during your match yeah <laughs> yeah that's but that's that's what i want to i was do. expecting like because it was a 15 like people paid 15 dollars for the show i was like at that point i was like oh no people are gonna ask for refunds but your match i think mm-hmm. we had zero Brought refunds it. total the whole thing and yeah. because of your match uh uh chrissy james i probably owe you because so before that, we were having all the sound issues. Yeah. So that's like the thing, right? When people give me free reign to do whatever I want, I gamble on my matches. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what's going to pop the audience? <laughs> but what's going to make sense, right? So now me and uh, Roma are La Toxicas. Thank yes. you for coming. We yes. are not the same. Mm-hmm. That's our I love it. I love it. Love it. Yeah. There we go. So. <laughs> and, you know, I think, I think there's something to be said for being able to make connections with the audience wherever you go, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of wrestlers out there that work the indies that are, that are working their way up through the indies um, that just don't get that. It's about the connection you make with the people that paid their money to sit in the seat, you know, right. and it's just, it's the same way with musicians. You know, we, 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 if you didn't 
if you didn't tell them a story that they enjoyed listening to, then they're not coming back. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's so important to make that connection with your audience. And I think that that's something that uh, sometimes gets lost in, uh, in the training of individuals in this business. And I think that's uh, something that that's a strong, it's a strong suit down there with the, with the crowd with CCW. And I love that. Yeah. So for sure. For sure. All right, guys, we are, uh, we're coming up on just about time. I did, I did run about 10 minutes over because Nelio brought his mom on the show, but, uh, <laughs> but which was but, a perfect choice. It was, awesome. it was a fantastic choice. It. it was a fantastic choice. So we, uh, you know, we, we have to start wrapping up right about now, but I do want to, I, I want to ask uh, Christy, what, what do you have coming up? I want to make sure we put over everything that you, that you personally have coming up so oh. that we can uh, get people out there looking for you. Okay, so I will be in Colorado. I don't know what the Lucha show's called. I don't think they have a name, but I'll be in Colorado. This, most Lucha shows don't, you guys. Um, this Sunday, uh, I am on SWE Fury this 24th coming up. Uh, they do go live on Facebook, so check that out. Um, I have CCW on May 15th. I do have a bunch of shows. I just don't remember what they all are. Yeah, you're always Not like that. But you guys can totally follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. And I do have a Twitch channel. I do a Games with Janes most mornings. But my basement where I'm going to live is being redone. And that's where I normally do it. So I just started back doing it again. Because most mm-hmm. of the songs. You also have a new podcast? Do you have a new podcast? Right? I do. It's not a podcast. It's a vodcast. It's a Sorry, video vodcast, podcast. Yeah. And what it's cost? with Sledge. Yeah, it's with Sledge 805 from ROH. I see your ROH banner back there. Um, he just put that up now. Yes. No, so- fuck you. It's up there every week, you dick. <laughs> he literally he knew you did the podcast with him. He was just trying to like send a message. I love it. So yeah, we uh, that's every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, but it's just Christy Christ with an I at the end of it and J-A-Y-N-E-S. Follow me on all my platforms. You'll see where I'm at all the time. And we'll put that in the description in the yeah. show notes and that type of yeah. stuff. And then obviously you can see her uh, at uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling on the 15th. And then we'll get a, a, a June date, a July date, an August date, a September date. We have a bunch of awesome No May date though, right? May date. What is it? What is May date? May, May, May 15th. Wow. May 15th. That's what I said. We'll get you in June and July and August. That's right, because we already had our April. We, we already did, just did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it was we, right before Mania. I'm yeah, saying we, Mania threw me for a loop. Yeah, wait, we just did April. I don't remember anything before Mania. <laughs> me neither. I've, I've blacked out as well. I know. Like, literally, I, I started answering texts and phones from Mania like today. Right, I know. I but thank it. you guys so much for having me on. I absolutely appreciate it. Oh, thank oh, you yeah. so much for oh, coming. You gotta come on. You gotta come on soon. You gotta come on soon. Yeah, absolutely. We got we got to get you back. We're gonna be doing some panel stuff. We're gonna be doing some. Uh, some we'll get you back in a month. Summer. We'll get you back uh, around the fifteenth, or if, if you're yeah, promote, Thursday, promote yeah. the CCW show. Let's do it. Let's all do right. All right. Perfect. Perfect. We will okay. get you back then. That, guys, thank you so much for being with us thank here you, on Rewind Wrestling you. Radio tonight. Thank you, Christy Janes, for joining us tonight. We so appreciate you, and we loved having you here. We got to get you back here. Like Nelia said, we'll get you back in May. And, uh, folks, it has been another week in wrestling here on Rewind, and we will catch you next time.